0: Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following she'er. Okay, before I touch on Parsha Sveiichi, I found a Gemara. I found a Gemara that's such a good example of what we talked about last week. That speaking of Layachal Yosef Lahisapik. I could not hold myself back from uh, from sharing it with you. So I'm just going to recap quickly, because it's very, very Yisaitis anyway. <coughs> very Negeya. We talked about the fact that there is a difference, and maybe even a conflict, between the world of Yaisef and the world of Yehuda. So, the world of Yaisef, which... Includes Binyamin, by the way, because as we know, Binyamin was like nispach to Yosef. All of his children were named after Yosef, as we know. Ten children. And the world of Yehuda. So we said like this, just very, very briefly. We said that Yosef's Kayach, the power, the, 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 the um, ability that he brings to Klal Yisrael, is the ability to be Aymed bin Yisayin to stay strong, to stand with strength against the Nisayin. Yehuda's ability, Yehuda didn't have that ability to that extent, Yehuda's ability is the ability not only to do tshuva, but to do tshuva in such a fashion that you're back where you started before you did the tshuva, which we said is not so necessarily so so, uh, obvious all the time. Adam Arishan did a chait. He did tshuva for 130 years, and he did not go back into Gan Eden. K'lal worshipped the eagle. They did tshuva, Hashem Hashem, and they did not. Uh, they did not go back to the Madrega that they were before the eagle. It's not always true that a person returns to what's called their Mekay Negia. Remember we talked about that—the place that they reach. David had that. Yehuda had that. Yehuda um, had his mysa with Tamar, which was a Yerida for him and he did tshuva, he said, Tzadka Mani. And when he said, Tzadka Mani, he was Zaycher, the Mashiach came from that mysa. That's, wow, that is getting back to where you started. But Yosef HaTzadik had a vision of his father, Gemara and Saita. Yosef HaTzadik had a vision of, from his father, and his father said to him that you're gonna, your name, your, all the names of the Shatam are going to be written on the stones on the ephod. And if you do this Aveira, your name will be missing. And uh, and we don't say, nah, he would have done tshuva, and his name would be there. No, because, no, he would have lost it. He would do tshuva, of course he would do tshuva. But Yosef Hatzadi doesn't have the power of returning to the Makkah of Nikiyah. That's what we said. And each one needs to learn from the other, needs to gain from the other's kayach, needs to be yoynek from the other's strength. That Yehuda, when it comes to the Asad Lava, Yehuda will be able to enter the world of Amida bin Hisayin, and Mashiach Kams will be able to be stronger in our Havadah Hashem, and Yosef will gain from Yehuda's Madrigah, that Yosef will be brought back from the Gullus, back to a makam, a place of Geula, even though he's not really the one who has the talent of returning from down below, but he'll, he'll learn that from Yehuda. So that's the Vayigash Elav Yehuda, that's what we said last week. Anyway, and we explained that way the two pieces of wood that the Navi put together and they became one piece of wood. The Gemara says in Numand, Avchav Bez Amud Bez, He says, Shaul beachas ve David beshtayim ve also did one Avera and it affected him. Dov- Shoal comes from Who That's the Aisef camp. David did two Aveiros, but lay also lay. did not affect him. He was able to do tshuva, and got back, back to where he started. Is that not incredible? The Ferish Gemara that says that da- Shoal did an Aveira, he lost the Malchus. David did two Aveiros, he did not lose the Malchus. That's the media that we were talking about last week. It's from Ferish Gemara. I could not believe it. I was learning last night in Yeshiva, because I'm a Bachar on Monday nights, and I learned this Gemara, and there were some guys in the base Madrash, but none of them knew this Shtekotayra, and I was trapped. I had a great horror, and I had nobody to tell to, and it was like midnight. I couldn't call anybody. So I've been waiting for an entire day. Thank you. I've been waiting to share this with you. So... And, what? Okay, thank you, Momo. <laughs> <coughs> Amazing, no? Uh, Amazing. Okay. <coughs> I want to take you on a little journey. Um, there's different parts of this. I'm going to start and go in a certain direction and we'll see where we go. But I think you'll enjoy this journey, okay? Um, we're going to start back in last week's parsha, and we're going to curve our way into this week's parsha. Okay. But the, it goes like this: Yosef um, HaTzadik, also was echtesaita. Yosef Sadik, as we know, the night before he got out of jail, the Malach appeared to him and taught him something. You remember? Seventy languages. Seventy languages. I didn't know the languages, I learned them. The Maluch came and taught Yoise of 70 languages the night before he came out of jail. Why? So you can go, all the way up. So he can go up the steps. Because there was a Minig in Mitzrayim, an ancient Minig in ancient Egypt, that the, the Paroi sat on the 70th step. That's where his throne was. and Or the 71st step, perhaps after the 70 steps. I don't know exactly the technicalities. And um, and when when a person came in to see when a person came in to see the uh, the the melech to see the Paroi, so he would count how many languages he knows. How many languages do you know? Three, three, three languages: Yiddish, English, Hebrew. And um, someone in the room knows Greek, whatever. I'm just saying. Okay, so um, so you would go up the amount of steps of how many languages you know. And Yosef HaTzadik knew Lashon HaKodesh, which is, for, for the sake of this conversation, the 71st language. And, <coughs> and um, Pari had 70 steps. So Yosef went up 1, 2, 10, 20, 30, 40. Pari starting to get a little nervous. Because if he overtakes Pari, he, he dethrones him. 60, 61, 62, 63, probably starting to sweat. 64, 65, 66, 67, 68, 69, 70. is yeah, about to like step onto the throne. He's like, stop, 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 stop. What are you doing? It's like, I know 71 languages. Like, please do not step up here. Please. Why not? I want you to make a shuwa. I want you to swear that you're not going to step up here. Yosef b'chachmas, so thought that he should acquiesce to that request. And he said, um, okay. And perhaps he felt that Pari would have been killed before he could prove that he knew all 71 languages, or something like that. He swore that he would never tell, and he stayed on step 70. Enter Parshas Vayechi. Yosef atzad, goes over to Paray and says, Paray, I would like to bury my father in the land of Canaan. Pari says to Yasef, you're a busy man. Let's just bury him here. So Yaisaf says to Pari, "Can't. <coughs> I swore that I would bury him in Canaan. So Pari says, so you'll break the shua. So Yasef says, are you sure you want me to break Shuvahs? Pari's like, on second thought, bury your father in Eretz Canaan. Right? That's what the Rashi says. Rabbi say, I love telling the story. It's a great story. But what is going on here? 70 steps for 70 languages? You know, I know some people that would make as many steps as there are, you know, uh, um, uh, you know, elements on the, on the periodic table. And you everyone go up the amount of steps of how many elements. You're like, what kind of insanity is that? you go up as many steps as names that you have. My son has a challenge with, uh, with uh, Yasi Kaladni, who could find more, who knows more names in the Harry Potter series. Okay? My son is winning by 20, right? A little more. <laughs> so maybe they should have 180 steps for all the personalities in Harry Potter. What, what on earth what, what are the 70 steps for 70 languages? Where does it say this? The Chazal. Rashi brings the B'shem Chazal, and you realize that it's not like it's, it's like a detail. It's like, hmm, that's interesting. That detail got Yaakov Avinu into Eretz Yisrael, and it's not just that it got Yaakov Avinu into Eretz Yisrael. It is clear that Yaakov Avinu's burial in Eretz Yisrael. Is the Misa of a Simon Labanum of Klal Yisrael going out of the tribe and going into there Yisrael. And I know this because Rashi says in this week's parsha that the Shvatim stood around the Uren of Yaakov Avinu in the same, um, um, in the same, Dr. Hack, what's the word I'm looking for? Order. This, Just use the word order. No, but come on. What am I looking for? Taxis. Oh, that's what it is. It, it, it's Hebrew, not in Greek. He, no, but <laughs> Hebrew took it over from Greek in, in, in the same formation. The same formation, thank you. In the same formation that they did when they were when they when the Gulem went through for forty years and they traveled in the Midbar, and we know there's a parsha of the Gulem that the Shvatim yeah. each had their place around the uren yeah. around the Machanas Shchina. The Shvatim took Yaakov Avinu's uren down to uh, up to Eretz Canaan. In the same fo- formation, clearly this was a prelude to Yitzhias Mitzrayim. So, Moab, like I'm looking at this thing, like it looks slightly ridiculous that they had a language, like uh, you know, you know, obsession, and that language obsession got Yaakov into Eretz Canaan, which was the the prelude, the setting, the seeds of us getting into Eretz Israel. Something's very important there. He didn't speak to the brothers and. Not only that, but in last week's parasha, after he reveals himself to his brothers, he says, Gishunah Elayi Vayigashu, he brings them close to him, and he says, Eneichem Haroyos, your eyes see. Ve'enei Ochiei Bin Yamin, Ochiei right? Ki pi hamedaber aleichem, you see that my mouth is speaking to you. says Rashi, ki pi hamedaber aleichem bilasha'in ha you know, until then, he did not speak to them in Lashon HaKadosh. He spoke to them in Egyptian. And v'hamelitz bein oisom, the Pesach says, there was a translator. The translator was his son Menashe. There was a translator. Yosef ostensibly didn't know Lashon HaKadosh. But then when he revealed himself to them, he switched into Lashon HaKadosh. And he says, they, like, in case they didn't really realize who he was, they said, Not only that, but it, you, how, it, how do you see that I'm speaking to you in this language? You hear that I'm speaking to you in this language? No? So Rashi says, Enei cham that he showed them that he had a bris mila. Also, to prove that he was a Jew, ostensibly. The whole to prove he was a Jew, first of all, it, is bothersome. You realize that. I mean, we have to cut through some of this. Okay? He also could have told them, "Remember when we were ten years old and we played baseball and I won more games than you." Like he could have told them that. Like, why do we need the things that he used? Like, why is that important? And if you look in the pesukim, you see he's told them to tell Yaakov these things. Why is that so important? There must be more here. There must be. So, I'm going to tell you something. And I'm going to put a cherry on the top when I'm done. And the cherry on top is going to be so delicious that you're going to start drooling. Okay? Ready? Okay. There is a safer. I discovered this many, what I'm about to tell you, I discovered many, many years ago. <coughs> many years ago. There's a safer called the Chidushe HaGadis of the Rajba on Shas. The Rajbah not only has Chidushim on Shas, but he has Chidushim on the ad in Shas. And there's a hakdama to the Chidusha ad of the Rajbah that it was discovered, it was not written by the Rajbah. It was written by a Mekobel, a Rishad, whose name was Rabbi Yosef Jekitalia, or Gikitalia, depending on who you ask, depending on if it's what, what the spelling on that Gimel or gimel is. But this Rabbi Yosef was a Mekobel, he has a Sefer, um someone here once tried to get me to learn it with him, but not up to there, not up to there. Still trying to do Yuma. But he wrote the Hakdama. But he, the, I don't know if he wrote it as a Hakdama, but he wrote what is the Hakdama to the of the He says some fascinating things there. He says that in 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 spiritual power, probably in physical power as well. The strongest nation in the entire universe is Mitzrayim. The way it is by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Yatzev Gavula Yisamim Yisrael, like the Gavula Yisamim, the different countries. So Mitzrayim is the most powerful. He says there is no physical Kayach. There is no natural, that's what I'm looking for, not physical. There is no natural Kayach of this world that could vanquish Mitzrayim. And that's why Chazal tell us that a, a, a servant did not ever, ever, ever escape from Mitzrayim. It's not possible. It's not possible. And listen to the Oymek here. That's why Yitzhia's Mitzrayim had to come out from Mitzrayim. That's why. Because the purpose of Yitzhia's Mitzrayim is to show that we are Hashem's nation. And the only way to show that is if Hashem does something with us that's physically impossible. And Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is impossible. Just because I, I, I loved the topic when I was younger and I saw this, and I think you might also, I will fill in for you just something interesting, parenthetic, for now. Maybe we'll get back to it in later, parshias, but for now we'll call it parenthetic. Okay. Of Mitzrayim, different times of the year, each country has its strengths and its weaknesses. The month that Mitzrayim is at its strongest is the month of Nisan. Because it's the month of the tleh and the sheep and Mitzrayim worship, the Tle. Now the way it works, says the Rabbi Yosef, which I did not know, is that, and by the way, if you want to see this in short, shockingly, you're not, going to it, you're not expecting this, take a look at the Okay? K'mat he, he says the same thing. So, the only way to, the, the, sorry, the way that the mazel works reflects the moon. When the moon is small, if your mazel is Nissan and the moon is small, your mazel is smaller. As the moon gets larger, your mazel increases. That means the height of the power. tribe is the strongest nation of the world. The strongest month is Nissan. The height of the strength of the strongest nation in the world in its strongest month. Was by Chatsoy's Halayla of Nissan. That's when we came out of Mitzrayim. Yisrael. By Hibah Halaila. Halayla. Says the Aruch and the uh, Hakdamah to the Chiddushi Agodis of the Radvaz that it was Dafka. Then Hakadosh Baruch Hu took the greatest power in the in the in the Oretz universe, not the Shomayim, but the Oretz universe. And he said, I'm going to take my children out from there, and then you'll see that I'm a majgiach on this world. It was worth coming, right? Amazing, right? So, in fact, by the way, the Rosh says, that it, this explains what seems to be an insanity on the part of Pari. As you go through the Parshias, Pari is like this, like kinim, and Paris is still like, uh, no, I'm not letting them out. Like you, like at some point, if you're reading the Parshias in a logical way, like are you crazy? I guess it could be he was crazy. There was a there's a tradition for uh, monarchs to be crazy. True, not all. All right, not all of them, but there's a tradition. I'm just, not all of them follow the tradition. Okay. Power corrupts. Yeah. Um, but, says the Rosh makes perfect sense. Pare kept telling himself, wow, this is amazing, this is going to culminate in Nisan. Just wait till Nisan comes. And when he, <laughs> threw, when he threw Moshe and Aaron out of his house, how do you throw Moshe and Aaron out of your house? You had eight makkas. You had eight makas. You had your entire world. It's, like, it's, 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 it's reminiscent of Gaza, by the way. You see the pictures, the places in shambles. And these guys, they're fighting and fighting the, the, the Hamas. You, get, you ask yourself, like, oh, are these guys crazy? That's, that, that, by the way, that makes even more sense than Paray. But it, the country was demolished. Says the Archa Pari Paray was thinking to himself, <laughs> all this stuff, wait till Chatzel alive." Wait, wait, my time is coming. And then that moment, Hashem took us out. That's right. The split of the nations into 70 nations happened where? By the Dara Flag, Right? The Big Bova. Right? The world was Safa Everyone spoke Lashon Achaydish and at least according to the way rashi says it there are different sheets in the rashalmi and they were building this tower and by the way i think i think archaeologists think that nebuchadnezzar built the micdol Are you familiar with that or his wife okay that's that's, that's the, the plot gardens. thickens. they say the hanging gardens whatever that is Okay, it's anyway. The seven wonders of the world. We don't have to talk anyway, okay, about um, uh, anyway, no, no, so, it. Anyway, so. can't, be. That, can't be. That's what they think. I, yeah, the Hanging Gardens, yes. But those are people The, who the don't Migdal Bubble. there was yeah. a Migdal Babel. So they, they don't have to worry about that. Okay, anyway, we, we, we'll we talk about that. But but in any event, the Migdal bubble, they're building the Migdal Babel. Hashem says we're going to be Nivla some We're going to be Mevalval, the language. Now, the fact that Hashem. Um, confuse their languages, says the Maral, is much more profound than just like, oh, we don't understand each other. Says the Maral, man, the love the, the of Adam is that he's a Midaber. Right? Sh- why is that the love of Adam? Because that shows the synthesis of Ruchnius and Gashvius, which only man has. Right? Malachim don't have a mouth, and animals don't have a brain. Uh, to speak, I mean. Okay, So the synthesis of the Ruch Niyas and the Gashmias is in Dibur. And that Dibur is B'Lashen HaKadosh, which reflects the dignity, the greatness, the power of the man that Lashen HaKadosh Baruch created. He speaks Lashen HaKadosh. Avramavina, by the way, was there by the Dara I'll say. Ashrei HaIshashaloi Holach. Batzas Rishon, the first pasuk in the first capital of Tehillim. Look in the there. It says, "Zu Avram Baatsas He was there. He was there then. And they were building the Dor Haflaga, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu tore apart their languages. What Hakadosh Baruch Hu did was, he took man and he split man into seventy parts, seventy slivers of the original man. And each language carried with it, language is a very powerful thing. Each language carried with it the attributes of a 70th of man. Man was very, very, very complex. And HaKadosh Baruch who broke it down. And these are the French, and these are the Spanish, and these are the Chinese, each with their own, with their own Midas. But Avram Avinu was never broken down. Avram Avinu retained the Shleimas of 70. That's the Pasuk and Azinu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sets up the, the boundaries of the nations according to the count of the B'nai Yisrael that went down to Mitzrayim. There were 70, 70 people went down to Mitzrayim. What's the parallel? Because what, what, what is contained within us is the split up of the 70 nations. It's a Davar Nifla. So, when Kalal Yisro went down to Mitzrayim, the only way to get out of Mitzrayim, the only way to get out of Mitzrayim was to not be in the Kalal of the 70 nations. Because Mitzrayim was the most powerful nation. And there's only one way to not be part of the 70 nations, and that is to be a descendant of Avram Avinu. And to, be, and to have the connection to the, to the Kayach of Avram Avinu. says Avram Avinu, says says Yosef HaTzadik to the Shvatim, says Yosef HaTzadik to the Shvatim, don't worry. Tell our father that if he comes down to Mitzrayim, we will get out. We will not be trapped here. Because I established our presence here in Mitzrayim, and I am still connected to Lashon HaKadosh. ki pi aleichem. That my mouth is speaking. to you. That I'm still connected to Lashon HaKadosh. I have that power over Mitzrayim. And that's why Mitzrayim had 70 steps up. It wasn't a random thing. They were the strongest of all the 70 nations. It wasn't a language obsession. It was a sense of being the roish of the Shivam Umay's obsession. And when Yosef HaTzadik came in that he knew 71 languages, he was showing a sense of superiority over the entire structure of the 17 nations. Pari was understandably very concerned about that. And Yosef HaTzadik made a Shavua, and then it comes out. What comes out? It comes out that Pari left, Yaakov left Mitzrayim and was able to be buried in Eretz Yisrael, was able to go into Eretz Yisrael. And by the way, Eretz Yisrael is part of this picture, because Eretz Yisrael is not part of Yatzev, Gvul, Amim. Eretz Yisrael is the Mokim. For Klali Yisrael, he was able to return to the Mokim, that's Klal Yisrael's, due to the fact that Yosef knows Hashem No coincidence. Okay, I did not get back to Brismila. I'm not sure I will right now. Maybe we'll leave that for another week. But I want to give you my cherry. Okay, that's important. Okay, are you hearing this? Lashon Koydesh, piece incredible, right? You also can understand now they say Lashinu as Lashinum. It might it might add a little bit of a depth to the to the fact that Klal Yisrael had this s'chus to leave Mitzrayim that they stayed connected to their Lashon. But according to this, just give me a second. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm, according to this. That's why we sing when we say hello. Betzei Yisro amin Mitzrayim. When Klai came out of Mitzrayim. What's next? Beis Yaakov may amuloyes. Beis Yaakov came out from a from a nation in a, wait, who, that speaks a foreign tongue. Laz is a foreign tongue. That, like, what's the repetition there? When Claudius came out of Mitzrayim from a nation that speaks a foreign tongue. Who cares? Well, that's how they got out! Because they didn't speak Lash and Kodesh. I think the first one that Pusik even say, and not Lash and Kodesh. Yeah, that is how we got out. But say, told me time, you know how that happened? Beis Yaakov, the house of Yaakov, who led the way but his Kvura, May Am from a nation of Laz, a nation that doesn't know Lash and That's not incredibly delicious. So be and Pusik. Mama? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's a very surprising. It's unbelievable. That's the kayach. That's the kayach that took us out of the time. And that's why we say. When we're making Kiddushan Yantif. And? You ever thought about that? What is that? He lifted us up above, above every language? Who's talking about language? No, that's the whole point. Hakadosh Baruch Hu by choosing Klal Yisrael, by by choosing Avram Avinu, right? Hashabacharta beAvram, by choosing Avramavinu, by keeping him separate from the seventy nations, Raimantanu Mikola al He lifted us up above all the languages. This I heard. This Nikuda I heard from Rav Aaron Shecht is great I, I, I one year, Hakadosh Baruch Hu lifted us up from all the languages because that's our godless that we're not in this cycle. And that's why we don't belong as part of the 70 nations. That's why we do so poorly when we try to fit into the 70 nations. We just do so poorly. We don't belong there. It's not our place. We end up getting spit out. We're either alone on the bottom or alone on the top, but we will be alone. My, my chavre in, in, in yeshiva told me the I said this over in shul a few weeks ago that the pasuk says um, Bilam said hein am The cloud Yisrael is a nation that dwells alone lo and is not like considered among the nations whatever the pshad is but he said that the nitziv said the nitziv was a master at this um, the nitziv knew how to change the commas. He was a master at this. And it's said like this, When the nation is alone, when the nation doesn't consider itself to to be one of the nations of the world, then it dwells with security. But if they try to mix into the nations of the world, they will not be chashev. That's the that's the lashon kodesh that we have, and it's 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 something to to recognize about you know when we do things in lashon and we speak lashon This language of lashon kodesh is a representative of the fact that we are we're a different species than the umayyidah. We're we're a different species, and one of the most terrible terrible effects of our gullus, and as time goes on, it gets worse, is that we don't see it, and we don't feel it, and we feel like we're the same. But um, in fact, do you, uh, just a, a, a ha'oray I had many, many years ago, and I'll end with this: that many years ago, I realized you really—you ever know, like in certain places and certain yeshivas and certain people, they call they'll call Gayim animals. Have you ever heard people do that? People will call Gayim animals. We're against that because we hold Chaviv Adam should never be tzelem, and ga'im should not be called animals. Okay, some ga'im defy logic and they act like animals. It's true. Unfortunately, sometimes Yidin don't act that great themselves also. But there's a sense sometimes, you know, you know, we, we worry about this. Like our know, kids will come home and say, oh, they're animals. Like, they're not animals. They're people. They're just not Yidin, right? right? Where does it come from? Where does it come from? They're animals. So I hold that it comes from a lack of self-esteem. What does that mean? That means if I feel like I'm a, they are a, 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 a 70th of us. We are a higher level of a species. We are the Atem Kriyab of Adam. We're the Adam Rijan Kaidah Achet. But if, if we don't realize that and we just consider ourselves Adam, so that we have to push them down. You know what I mean? You know, it's like, if I'm not amazing, then I have to, and I'm just good, I have to make sure you are bad. But if I'm amazing, then you could be good. You know what I'm saying? If we would recognize, we're Klal Yisrael. We're Reimam Tanu Mikol We're Beis Yaakov Mayam Loya. Is that you know who we are? Let them be people. People are so down below us anyway. Let them be people. They, they are people, and Adam and they are a form of Adam, and they have a place in the world. And besides, for our they have a place in, the, in even in the world of Eptam but, but we have to recognize that there's something very, very, very super valuable and precious about us so that when we sense this unbelievable difference, it's not, that, oh, they're animals. It's, oh, yeah, they're people, but we're something special. Rafael Mack sent me this, uh, this uh, recording of the mother of one of the hostages that was killed last week. You heard this? You know what I'm talking about? This mother sent a message to the. They were, they were killed by Israeli soldiers there were three hostages killed by Israeli soldiers by mistake the mother of one of the people that were killed sent a message to the soldiers saying it wasn't your fault and we love you and we're hugging you and we hope you'll come visit us you can't, if you have a heart you cannot listen to that and not be moved to tears, it's impossible You could try it. Test yourself if you could go get through it without being moved to tears. Okay, a woman who lost her child sends a message: "We love you. It's not your fault." When I heard that, it's like we're another species. Another species. We're not normal. It's another level. Another level of godless. That's Claudius Chlaviyisra reveals. So let's, uh, let's walk with pride. So let's, uh, let's walk with pride. Sure. You have been listening to a Sheer from ShasIlluminated.org. For other Sheerim on many topics or to hear an eon Sheer on any daffin in Shas, including Mara McAimus on each Sheer, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call... Two oh three three one two SHAS, that's two oh three three one two seven four two seven, or email info at shasilluminated.org.